Well, bold Americans, your voice has been heard, and I have brought back Lefty Layman to have a discussion with Chris Michaels and myself, because I understand from listening to my audience that you missed everybody's favorite progressive leftist that we argue with. And so we get into today topics that range from Donald Trump and his trials to the insurrection versus what wasn't an insurrection all the way through to socialism and what should and should not be provided for people and why I believe that is wrong. Sit back, grab yourself a cup of coffee or whatever it is that you're into. You're listening to American Bolden with Greg Bolden here on the America Out Loud Network. You don't know what they sacrificed. We have lost touch with the principles in the Constitution. Nobody's read the Declaration of Independence. You are voting for socialism, and you got what you voted for. Welcome, bold Americans, to yet another episode of America Emboldened. As always, I'm your host, Greg Bolden, here on the America Out Loud Network. As always, go over to americaoutloud.news where you can find all of my colleagues' work, some great articles, as well as the America Out Loud talk radio, which is available on all of your favorite app stores. You go over to your iPhone, go to the app store or Android device and type in America Out Loud talk radio, and you can listen directly to not only all the great 24-7 365 days a week radio shows, but also this podcast and many other excellent shows putting America first. We brought back Lefty Lehman to speak with Chris Michaels and myself. You might think it's the Friday recap. It's not. We are here on Wednesday, November 29th, having a great conversation. We're going to drop in right now. You're not going to want to miss the arguing and the bickering between the three of us, because I believe it's a great snapshot of where we are as Americans. And hopefully at the end of it, we're in a better place. Layman, uh, wanted to bring you on because we've invoked your name uh, several times over the last uh, couple months. And each time we invoke your name, uh, I normally get a a text message like, come on, man. You know, you sound like uh, Joe Biden, except it'd probably be more like, come on, man. Uh, What are you doing? (laughs) It's like we're talking about Hunter Biden all of a sudden, and you're really angry about it. But you wanted to bring uh, Chris Michaels and I the task for comments we've made that might be uh, against your leftist views. Uh, You want to know why people are supporting Donald Trump still. And so we thought we would uh, bring you to the show to talk this out like three sensible men that we are. Um, All right. So talk to me. Why is Trump still popular? 90. What is he at? 61 percent at the Republican Party? Like what what is happening? Not just that, but in four out of the last five polls that just came out over the weekend, uh, he is beating Biden in a one on one race uh, by a narrow margin. It's about 48 percent to 46 percent. RFK Jr. in a lot of these uh, other polls is actually uh, polling very well when you bring the three of them together. And he causes Biden to win the race. Uh, but uh, I think RFK was getting about 24 percent of the votes when it's a three way race. Wait, uh, so are, you saying, are, are, are you are you positioning that RFK is taking votes from Trump? He is. And I I, I knew that that was going to happen because I personally think that RFK Jr. and Trump are basically the same platform. They are not that much different from one another. Right. And and you have to look at the way RFK is using his words. More than likely, he is being pushed by an NGO or, or a lobbying group called No Labels. And No Labels is supposed to be this middle-of-the-road outfit that only wants the best for America, that wants to try to unite Republicans and Democrats. But really, it's run by hardcore Democrats. Like, one of the co-CEOs is a former speechwriter for Biden. One of the chairmen is former Democrat Senator uh, Lieberman from Connecticut. Um, And Michael Bloomberg, I think, is involved in this thing, too. So these groups are pushing him. And why are they doing it? It's because they want to siphon votes away from Trump. Look at what Greg just said. Look at all of the items that RFK Jr. is promoting. It's essentially 
vaccine skepticism, which Trump refuses to go against. I think because Trump is under an NDA, um, it may be an NDA that says he can't say anything nasty about any of the vaccines that he put out there. Just like a lot of these states and governments can't do anything against Pfizer or whatever. So Trump's hands are tied when it comes to those vaccine skeptics. And if you look at RFK's background, he's a hardcore World Economic Forum climate change stooge. So he's saying a few right things to siphon off some votes from Trump. But ultimately, he's the same crap as any other Democrat or or rollover Republican. Well, and also, Biden at this point in time is not doing himself any favors. Um, his approval rating has fallen under 40 percent just over this past week, uh, which is one of the lowest places it's been. Americans are unhappy with the current state of the economy. That's something I want to talk about a little bit later in the show as well, as far as what I think that means for society. But they put out this photo. All right. Now, when I see this photo, um, <laughs> Mark Thiessen states it really well. Who is the communications genius who thought putting 81 candles on Biden's cake was a good idea? It looks like the world after Biden's first term completely engulfed in flames. I mean, you're setting yourself up for that. And somebody else that I follow, Donnie the Don, she actually made a comment. She goes, uh, the cake represents America. And <laughs> I mean, this is not helping the whole Biden's old and the ageism of the entire argument right now, which I've pointed out, I think correctly, that Trump is that not that much younger than Biden, but Trump has a perceived vitality to him that Biden just does not have. And Biden has been apparently uh, his you know what own team. Trump has? What's that? 91 felony counts. And Adderall. <laughs> He's known to use Adderall. So that yeah. he doesn't <laughs> let's not forget the Adderall. <laughs> So cool. He's a drug. He's a uh, possible felon with a drug issue. I'd cool. rather be a possible felon than a possible pedophile. Nah, sniffing well, kids on camera. I mean, come there on. is no proof of that whatsoever. Oh, but or I said possible. I didn't say definitive. Or a, a potential incestuous pedophile. Well, that's that cool. Where's the court case? <laughs> You want the DOJ and the MP. I don't know. I got a court give- case for Trump. <laughs> I got a lot of them. I got okay. I got I got multiple states. <laughs> so because yeah, the DOJ and the FBI, they're as honest as the oh. when it comes to Biden. Okay. <laughs> or yeah. January sixth people. <laughs> the poor January is the 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 coup, the insurrectionists. Uh, yeah, the rabble rally. Do you know why they use that word insurrectionist? They use that word because it's the only thing that if they can get it to stick the true, it's the only thing that you can get. It's not true. It's true. It's not true. If that was an insurrection, if that was an insurrection, you would have seen Uh people go in with weapons of war and have a true insurrection. And at that point in time, tried to block a legitimate transfer of power. With no weapons. How? With no weapons. weapons. The only person that was shot and killed was Ashley Babbitt. And she was shot and killed when she was going in. Okay, stop. Stop the train. Where where were all the other guns? Where were all the other insurrectionists? How many? And everything. This is a Democrat talking point. In order to get the charge, this is a this Democrat story. talking point. This Here's is a why. video talking point. No, go no, look at the footage. No. I've watched the footage. People I've walking peacefully through the Capitol when they get inside. Yes, there were people on the outside that should be in jail because they were fighting with Capitol Police. I've talked about this. It's not an insurrection. If it was an insurrection, you'd have what people, tactical units, militias that would have going happy, in. Happy, like, uh, hey, uh, you know, uh, we didn't. Find what about website. hold it, hold it, hold it? What about we didn't find the website that to go tour the Capitol? So uh, I guess we'll just show up. Is that what they were doing? What about on the Nancy? day that there was a transfer of power? Is that what they were doing? If that was an insurrection, that's the worst insurrection Is that I've what ever they seen were in my doing? life. No, what were they doing there? What were they doing there? They were there for a rally on stop and the then steel. What did they do? A rally is marching. A rally is walking. A rally is not busting through windows and jumping into doors and taking over the, the, uh, so, the actual so, capital. So you think every single person that walked into the capital, that's what they were there. They I'm go. not saying that. I'm saying that what the attempt oh. was. Well, oh, because that's what an insurrection is when everybody's unified in a cause. When yeah, it's that's just, not when what it's an just... insurrection is. Do you think that everybody that was in the Civil War uh, wanted the the the... 
two nations to, to separate? Is that what you think? Is that because that's a hundred percent different? That's that's not a logical argument to make between an insurrection and a civil war where you have two sides. There which, are two which sides. were rallying people, which were rallying mm, not necessarily in this case. There aren't. There Let's, was one side. There was one side that wanted to block a peaceful transfer of power, and there was other the the other side. Not all inclusive. Stop. Let's let's. There was another. Let's go. Let's go to wait. Transfer of power. Stop. Hold on. You had one side that wanted to generate the appearance of disrupting a transfer of power. You had one side that were actually Antifa members that dressed up. Get the get the hell out of here. That's been proven. Oh oh, yeah, it's so it's one. That's been proven at this point. It's, it's recorded verified. And yep. two, why is it so hard to believe that the opposition would buy the merchandise of the people they're against to create the perception that MAGA is so over the top and insurrectionist? <laughs> get, hey, get out Nancy of Nancy Pelosi's town. daughter. What happened to Nancy Pelosi's daughter? who said that was the saddest insurrection when she was there on January 6th with her own camera crew ready to record the whole thing. Now, if she's there with a camera crew, then that must mean she might have known something, that they were about to record something. What oh, happens yeah. about they all let of the people? They there to record the what transfer of power. All of what a crazy idea. came out quiet. What happened to all of the video that just came out over the past two weeks of people that were part of the rabble rally? That's what I call it. I call it because it's not an insurrection. It's a, it's a bunch of yokels that went in there with with buffalo pelts on their heads. Who's by the way, that guy's running for Congress. Go figure. So they went in there and you have the Republican Party that that are these people yelling at other people dressed in all black and combat fatigues with backpacks and masks on to to yell at them to say, stop pushing us in. Why are you pushing us in? And also video that came out of these same people breaking the glass and other MAGA people, MAGA protesters saying, stop breaking the glass. Why are you breaking the glass? You are doing something bad. Well, what about the videos what, that what about the video that has come out now that shows the police officers that have the MAGA hats on that are handing their badge over right. as they're taken out of handcuffs and they're shaking hands with everybody, smiling, walking out of the side entrances? Or I mean, what about those? It's being released where all of the faces are blurred out. Why are they blurred out? Because that would jeopardize federal agents that means that federal agents and part of the doj and the capitol police and god knows what other agency we may or may not know about have infiltrated that whole thing and the reason why we haven't seen that video is because those individuals are probably on other cases and the release of more january 6th video would jeopardize their current positions with whatever infiltration they're up to next i mean the whole thing is nonsense and you're claiming that this is a legitimate (laughs) insurrection i mean <laughs> look at the war of 1812 that's an that could be an insurrection you know okay. <laughs> both sides i think there are individuals that went too far and they deserve to be in prison however i don't believe that it was a well-organized event which would have led to what is the definition of a violent organized insurrection which is the reason why i don't believe insurrection is the word to be used because look at this. You, you want to see video? Let, let's show you some video. Let, let's right here. Watch the cop coming in right here. Oh my God. Show me the source of this. Uh, the January 6th video <laughs> right here. Watch him. I, can't, I, can't, I can't see the source. I don't know what you're showing me. I'm showing you one of the January 6th videos. That says release the J6 political prisoners now. Yeah, why J6, does that matter? It's, J6 it's video. Cover up J6 what, what, what do you mean? Do you think somebody went to like created a fake TikTok video and dressed up as a cop and was like, come on in and recreated this? Like, what are you talking about? These are the no, videos what I, what from I'm that saying day. Is it that, that there was a uh, legitimate process to walk through what happened? And that type of thing that you, you just showed right there is the right-wing silo 
where people get crazy. And this kind of goes into what we wanted to talk about a little bit today, where there are there, there are these silos. That is not whatever you just pulled up right there. That's not I don't even know what that is. Show me that. Show me that. This if is you the same argument that we heard during COVID. Well, you're not a doctor, so you can't read right. You can't you can't understand specific terms. Just because you can't see like like the source doesn't matter. It's it's a January 6th video. The source that Congress doesn't matter? released. No, the source does matter, but the source of it is the January 6th video that was released by Congress. Now, the funny thing about all was that released by Congress? Can I see yes, that one more like time? Two weeks ago, they released it all. Can I well, see they it released again? some of it. They released what Tucker Carlson got to see. There's something oh, cagey with the rest of the 40. Well, that, well he's a legitimate source. No, no, no. I'm not saying that that video is from Tucker Carlson, but I'm saying that that video was a video that Tucker Carlson had access to. So you're starting to see more of it. The 40,000 hours of video that Congress still has, you have to physically go down there and request the viewing. And Greg even had an interesting incident when he tried to view some of the footage. But the the footage that we're allowed to see at any time is the same footage that Tucker Carlson had access to. They're still hiding a lot of that footage. Who's I mean, hiding? They, What's that? You just said he, they, that people have they, access. They, 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 they haven't you released just, all the footage. You just they said haven't released all the footage. They released who's the footage that, that Tucker had access to. That's it. Yeah. So who's hiding it? it Congress has access to it. Congress is hiding it because you have to physically go down to D.C. to request it. I can't just go online and request it. Like you I, have to go down. I don't know. So how could you say they're not hiding this? So, but the other problem is, is that you're questioning the validity of the video itself. I mean, that's. That it's there. I'm and questioning the also... validity of the source. When when there is a source that is pulled up on X that the hashtags are J6 uh, truth or J6 free the okay, prisoners so I... or whatever it says, that, that makes me question the validity of that source, which is what I think people should do for anything, whether it's right or left. I think okay. you should question that. So then every hashtag with Trump is a fascist and Trump is a Nazi and Trump wants to lynch people and he hates. Yes, you should question. We should question the validity of those sources, too, even though those are the sources that the mainstream media promotes as legitimate. I don't I don't believe that's true. Yes, it's true. Just look at what all these media. How is that true? Prove that point. They're still doing it. Prove the judge. (laughs) Engeron. I'm still. I'm still perplexed at the fact that I'm showing you a video that you're questioning because somebody might want people released from prison that you're going, well, I can't trust the validity of the video. The video speaks for itself. Now does it? it does because that's had multiple. That's not the only video. AI. I don't know what that is. Oh, God. I, don't know, oh geez. I don't even know where that comes Come from. Oh, God, I'll give you a good example of AI. So Google's own analytics. Show, show, show me that video one more time. Yep, let me pull it back up. Give me one moment. So Google's own analytics, all that's coming up. And then pull uh, up the video where a cop's getting his head bashed in. I, I will bring up multiple videos for you. I, I have January 6 videos coming in. All right, so uh, urging so, protesters to move forward. Found it. Here it is. He's definitely waving people in. Do right. you have the video of the guy showing his badge after he's been arrested and then being uh, from the the I can go to the uh, the um, How about that one right there. Yeah, I'd be happy to show you this one. You pushed us in. You were pushing us in. No, no, show that video. Yeah, God, we don't want to see that. Look at the earpiece. Oh, look at the earpiece. Because, you know, that's that's common. It's common for Proud Boys. Which turned out to be a Fed front. It turned out to be a, whole a bunch of Fed feds. front. Come yes. on, man. The... Now, let's Mike. listen to this as they go in. Sorry, 
up here the giant strips. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. Thank you. Oh, sounds like insurrectionist, right? Thank you. They're thanking them. So, you think, just, just so I can like, wrap my head around where, where your brains are at, you think that the folks that went down there were just there to hang out and not cause any problem with the transfer of power from one president to another. What was the agenda of the people that walked into the Capitol? Do you think everybody got pushed in? And if you got, even if you got pushed in, there's a doors work two ways. So the, what is, what was their purpose for being there? Good question. Optics. Do you really think the, the, the MAGA shaman or the Q shaman or whatever, do you really think he had a legitimate plan? Okay, I'm in. Now what? Do you think he thought all that through? Let's say he was successful in your conspiracy theory to overthrow the government. Do you think the Q shaman is going to be the speaker of the house to make sure that Trump gets in there and all the ballots and votes are... I mean, come on. No, I think, I that think there's that some much like much all of this to make it look bad when it's really not. I, I think mean, can you that find like the, the many Trump voters, people are idiots. And what yes. they thought was what, what they would just come in there, cause a huge disruption. And then somehow the anointed one, the, the silly, uh, you know, like fat Trump would be the he would somehow become president again. And so I, that's think not, that that doesn't... I think that he instigated that whole thing. And that is an insurrection. That is a coup attempt to, to disrupt a peaceful transfer of power, which has never happened before in this country. So let me read to you Black's Law definition of what an insurrection is. It is a violent revolt against oppressive authority. It is to be distinguished from a mob or riot based on an organization. So that's not an insurrection. If this was an insurrection, you would see. So what you're going to do is semantics when cops' heads got bashed in, and that there was clearly an attempt to disrupt what has happened for the last 46 presidential campaigns that that there was uh, a, an attempt to disrupt that process to put one person in that was not elected instead of another is okay, that let me ask you pro- is that what your proposition is based on semantics no. No, I, I don't believe that was an insurrection it doesn't meet the definition of what were they doing there they were duped i mean look all right let me give you an example duped to do what to do this to to have these what what is this what is this it's to give you the optics so that people like you are the optics of what it's an insurrection it's all for optics it's to legitimize the political persecution of opposition that's all this is that's all it ever was so let me give you an example of how you can get the dumb people to do dumb things. Um, one, all of those idiots that tried to supposedly capture Gretchen Whitmer, that whole thing was done by the feds. Uh, look at the shoe bomber, the underwear bomber, all of those supposed terrorists during the early 2000s, they would not have made any kind of headlines unless they had federal handlers. The feds generate fear by getting people to do what they want them to do. And they usually recruit people on the lower end of the intelligence spectrum, if not on another spectrum. So all they want to do is you have a couple of rogue officers that want to create perception. And what did they do? They did that. They allowed people to wander around the Capitol building. If there was truly an insurrection, then we should probably be looking at the Capitol Hill police for letting them in there in the first place. And how do you how do you disarm 
magnetized doors. Like you can't just waltz into the Capitol. It doesn't happen that way. <laughs> Somebody has to let them in. Why is it so hard to believe that you- Why is it so hard for you to believe just what the facts are showing you? I, that's what I don't understand. I do. I watch that's the video. why I don't understand facts. why there are still these people that are, are, are on board with a guy that has 91 felony, felony counts. Uh-huh. And how many of those it. how many of those 91 felonies are pretty much for the same thing just over and over and over on different occasions? I mean, it Yeah, I'm was, sorry. Capone Capone got uh multiple tax in in infringements. So so like what what like what does that mean? Yes, there are going to be like repeated accounts. That means nothing. The dude, yeah, but it also means nothing is, about Trump. He is a crook. He's a oh. crook. He's a bad guy. And I am yeah, not opposed. The thing is, is that I'm not opposed to the right wing. Like I think that that so, we need to have two different parties that work together. But right now, the Republican Party is bonkers. One thing that I would agree upon, I think, with Lehman is, yes, the Republican Party is bonkers and the Democrat Party is apeshit crazy. Um, they are the, the two things that I would agree upon. I think that the left has gone completely into socialism um, and the right has gone completely bonkers with conspiracy on every outside every door that there's a conspiracy waiting for them. And I think that that's a very dangerous thing, but let's break down those 91 charges of Donald Trump. 40 of those are in the classified documents case, 40 of those, which I don't want to get into what about isms, but it's very interesting because I think I sent you layman the fact that Biden sent a UPS truck to his uh, pen office to remove documents right before the FBI was going to his office. And that just came out. And I didn't hear anything from you saying that that was wrong. Uh, the same type of obstruction that people are claiming Trump did. And then 34 of those charges. So we got 40 on the classified documents in Mar-a-Lago. 34 of those charges are for falsifying business records in a case against the Trump organization, all right, of which they've stated that Trump should be liable for, not the Trump organization, uh, but they're going after him. He's His defense has been that there's people that are doing his books that should be held accountable if there was criminal charges and all no, that. he's the but, businessman. He wrote Art of the Deal. I, he's I, the I, guy. He's oh, the guy. Now it's That's Art of the, the Deal. He marketed himself. Remember? Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, that, that, that applied then, but not now. I'm just I'm just pointing then, out where, where these charges are. Now. I'm just so pointing he, out he, he was the guy in charge, the guy, the 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 business guru. Well, what I'm just now. I, I'm pointing out 91 charges. 40 of those charges I'm pointing are out charges. That hold on, hold on. That he was in charge of his company. Hold on. I, I have not, trying, I have not spoken much. Trying, I have not spoken much. I've been staying that, quiet. That, that there's some sort of shadow that he has because he could say, "Oh, well, that wasn't me. That was." That was I, I, Joe I'm Accountant simply, over here. He, Joe, Joe Accountant. Wait a minute. I, I, I don't I, know. But guys, that's guys, how accountants Michaels, works. Michaels, hold on. Michaels, hold on. Give me an opportunity to speak. <laughs> I, I, I'm not. I'm not muting you guys. I'm not. I'm not going to get into that. I'm just getting into like I've been silent, but now I would like to make my case and then feel free to respond. Michaels love each other. Bro. I know. I know. My show, guys. So shut up. <laughs> 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 All right. So. What I'm getting at is out of the 91 charges, 40 of those charges are in the classified document case of which I find it to be hypocritical of the left to hang their hat on it. When Joe Biden has the exact same uh, claim against him with this UPS truck now and the documents not only at his home and his garage in a haphazard manner from a time where he wasn't even vice president from a time that goes back to when he was a senator in the state of Delaware all the way through the time he was vice president to the documents at Pennsylvania after he hypocritically stated, well, I would never have done that. Oops, or maybe that was the Dementia Joe coming in. But that's the first 40. So I will dismiss those 40 as hypocritical for one side to say it's a criminal thing versus another. The next 34, the New York falsifying business records case, the point that I was making is you could make a case that there are a lot of people while he is running 
the country that are running his business, including his children, that could also bear the uh, fault in law. But because I believe that it's a political case to go after him, especially in that specific case, that we have uh, another hypocritical part that the left will not look at in state. Where I believe the charges against Trump stick, and I've been saying this the entire time, I think Trump has a major problem in Georgia. I think he has a problem because he's recorded on there saying, I just need you to find me the votes. And he's on there trying to coerce an illegal operation. And that's where Trump is going to run into problems. The 13 charges in Georgia, I can't say all 13, are where it's going to come in. And then he's got the January 6th election case that we were just talking about. There's four charges there. But the point that I'm getting at, Don't you can probably... Don't forget about a civil rape charge. The point I'm making Don't is... Don't forget about can, a civil rape charge. The point that I'm making is that you can basically drop... 90% based upon a standard that the left has set of these charges against Trump. And now you're not trying him for a total of 91 cases. You are charging him with about eh, somewhere around 17 to 18 charges, which could he be guilty okay. of? Cool. Absolutely. He could. <laughs> but but th th this whole talking. It's just 18, whatever. Yo, it's yolo, a lot different than 91. <laughs> Felonies. It's a lot different than 91, and it goes It's a lot different than 91. I mean, it's only 18. Now, here's why Georgia is so very important. And this goes right on the back of January 6th in our conversation that we're having. The Georgia 13 counts is going to allow discovery in the courtroom. Discovery which has been blocked by the appellate courts, by the district courts, and blocked by the Supreme Courts. Why? Because they claim that there is data from Dominion and all these other voting companies that can't be seen because it's proprietary rights that could be exposed, that could weaken the security of our elections. I believe in the Georgia case, those type of claims, should Donald Trump be able with his people to say, look, here's what we were arguing, here's exactly why it was the perfect phone call, which I don't know that it was, that would be where we discover. And if he gets charged with those 13 charges was with Zelensky, but continue. No, he also said it about the Georgia. Oh, call I, as well. well, every yeah. call is yeah. perfect for him. Well, I mean, Joe Biden, I guess, you know, his Ukrainian phone call was a perfect uh, phone call that he made during Barack Obama. And damn it, they brought the money back and the money was wired over to the Ukraine immediately afterwards. But let's ignore that too. Again, it's what about isms. I'm just pointing out the hypocrisy here that I believe the left often shows in these charges with Trump because they're so blinded with their hate for Trump that they're not looking at the fact that there is a political element. They're not looking at the fact that that is the reason why Trump continues to hold power over top the Republican Party because people have now gone. They've seen the games that the left is playing, the fact that it's not fair. The left has done themselves no favors. Could Trump be charged with these 13 charges? I believe that he could. I believe that that Georgia election case is likely the nail in his coffin, but I believe he will be elected as president beforehand and he will pardon himself in it. And that's a whole other larger conversation we could go down. How does a country respond in the midst of civility when a president is elected duly and then pardons themselves of legitimate criminal charges? I mean, do we want to have that conversation? Whoa, that's a big one. Let's take a break right here to get a word in from our sponsors to help make this podcast and all of our talk radio shows a reality, bringing them to you. You can go over to americaoutloud.shop to get your latest in health and wellness products. Uh, these are all ways that you can help support not just the great programming that's brought here, but the America Out Loud network and all of the articles that you can read. So go over there and help support them. And then we'll be right back after this brief message from some of our sponsors. You're listening to American Bolden with Greg Bolden here on the America Out Loud network. We'll be right back. We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought. AmericaOutloud.news delivering a message of truth, inspiration, and hope to the world. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. Join us 
in the fight for liberty and justice for all. America Out Loud Talk Radio. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. The Wellness Company's chief medical board designed every supplement and medical protocol with your health in mind. From groundbreaking supplements like the Spike Support Formula to unique care like freedom from Big Pharma. Join a healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interest of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be, with a company that shares your values. Go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. Cofix RX Nasal Solution has completed the circle and is now offering throat spray with povidone iodine. That completes the protocol doctors like Peter McCullough recommend. If staying healthy is important, you'll want to make sure to add throat spray to your next order of Cofix RX. For a limited time and exclusive for America Out Loud listeners only, you can save 25% off your entire order. Let's double down against colds, flus, strep, RSV, HRV, COVID, and more. Click the banner or go to America Out Loud shop to get 25% off your entire order. Use coupon code OUTLOUD25. That's coupon code OUTLOUD25. that I'm telling people, I wish we didn't have Trump or Biden to vote for. I wish that we had two completely different candidates. I state that consistently on my show. I will state that once again with both of you, that I think that both the Republicans and Democrats are failing the country by putting both of these individuals, I'm just going to leave it at that, back up on the ballot. And the reason why I believe that there is energy for Donald Trump is because the Democrats are rerunning the last election with Biden again without the excitement for Biden. Now, I can't say there was a great excitement for Biden to begin with, but there was enough negative energy towards uh, Donald Trump in the media and everywhere else in order to energize voters to get to the polls. But I believe now that energy is gone. I don't well, know people that are pretty much. I don't I don't think that there are people that are energetic about pulling the lever for Joe Biden again. I, I think that that ship has sailed and the Democrats have the same exact vacuum of power that the Republicans have right now. They have a bunch of people that would love to have some power, but they also have egomaniacs like Gavin Newsom, who I don't want to see anywhere near the presidency whatsoever. I will take Joe Biden seven days a week, eight days a week. I'll add a day to the week to make sure Gavin Newsom doesn't ever see the presidency. But you have people like him that are trying to position themselves in the power. And he is likely the closest thing I've ever seen, the Christian Bale in American psycho in American <laughs> politics. Absolutely. Watch old video of him. Watch some old video of him before he became the governor. And you'll agree with me on that. Point is, though, both parties have failed. Both parties deserve to be given the boot out because the Democrats have been inf infiltrated by the progressive left that has gone so far, they want socialism for everything. Oh, and the Republicans, where is that? Where does that exist? The Republicans have allowed where Donald Trump exist? to take over. Where does that exist? Where does it exist? Yeah. Uh, simply when you go in and have conversations at school boards, taking away parental rights, when you go in the yeah. hospitals, what, they're what taking away parental, parental rights. rights. Taken away. Sure. At children's hospitals, we now have the parental rights where a, a parent is not informed of what exactly was happening in the conversation with the doctor at the age of 12, where a parent used to have the information up till the age of 18. Now, by the age of 12, there that's is patient privacy rights. That happens if the child says that they feel like they're in danger. That's not true. It also happens that if the child true. says that they're gay. It says it also happens if they say that they're trans. Right. It talks about and, issues and of sexuality. That's not an issue of danger. They're in a hostile no, no, environment. No, Yes, 100%. That's, that is not the way that that works. You can look and read the Nemours policy right here in Delaware for their children's hospital. That is not the way that it's applied. It's applied in a way that if a child states something and they say, have you told your parents? And they say no, then it is perceived as there is a fear as the reason why instead of can we get a loving conversation 
in order to have that. And you, how that, is that's that based supposed to happen? Well, within that parameters, how is that supposed to happen? Like, you you say that the the there's some sort of socialist agenda going on. You know what a socialist agenda? I hear it every every time I, I listen to the show. I wish I had socialism because I would love to have single payer health care. I would love to have that. Just as one example, I mm-hmm. would love to have a, a you know equity for all in regards to pay, like equal pay kind of thing. But that doesn't happen. <laughs> so, yeah. so wait a minute. So, in an ideal world, basically, Lehman would want a quality of care that is equivalent to the privatized healthcare industry, but gives us those benefits at the cost of Medicare. Is that right? No, I'm saying that in an idealized world for a layman, that everybody has equal access to care and that they don't have to worry about paying any kind of medical bill is what that's what I would say. So if everybody has equal care, right? Then do you believe that every doctor should be paid the exact same amount? Yes. You see the problem in that, correct? No. You don't. You don't see the problem in the fact that if every single doctor is paid the exact same amount, that you're going to destroy the entire doctor medical field and the people that are basically the savants of the doctor fields because they have no incentive to go towards it. Can you imagine that if all of a sudden they're like, oh, the NBA for now on, it's a league minimum. You can only make $500,000 a year because spending got really crazy. How many kids are still going to try to play in the NBA every single year? when they know that the money, maybe that was a quick off the top of my head, not the best of examples. Can you imagine, imagine this boy, just mm-hmm. imagine that there is some sort of thing where children are educated and there's a minimum that, uh, and no maximum for what the teachers can, can earn. Can you imagine such a thing? So, so no maximum what teachers can earn. Is that what you're advocating for? That's not what I'm advocating for. I'm just saying that that's because right now we have a system. Right now we have a system in public schools that's failing public school teachers like myself because you do put limits, much like you're trying to put limits on doctors. And as a result, we're seeing a mass exodus in public schools across this country of teachers from the profession because there's not enough money to put food on the table. Exactly, but that's what exactly, my point is, is that that I think that education should be funded as well. And what- It is funded. It's funded by both the state and the federal government. It's funded the same way that you want, well, and who is going to determine the single payer system? What is funded enough? And now we're getting back oh, to individual government. rights. You, you, you're turning into the libertarian argument for me at this point in time. No. Of once you go to the individual I rights, being able to earn a paycheck. Into oblivion. Oh, because that will be helpful for innovation for the future. The people that are actually who, who, putting together the, the research Walton, and development to move us to forward. Me, explain to me what the Walton family. The, the current Walton family, what have they done for innovation? Explain to me why their money matters to you. Because I don't believe in having some sort of hierarchy where somebody earns a bajillion dollars for doing nothing. For doing nothing. Somebody had to do something at some point in time in order to earn oh, the family so at inheritance. Some point in time, and then it just lasts forever. Oh, so now that money should just be taken away. Correct. I mean, you literally are quoting at this point in time, the communist manifesto. You literally are, are pulling talking points directly from it. Are you surprised? I, I'm not surprised, except if this was 1940, they'd throw you in jail for being oh, a communist. I'm sorry. No, I, I, I well, maybe I'm, you know what? Maybe I'm an insurrectionist. I mean, truly back from 1947, I believe it was the HUAC. From 1947 until 1963 in the entertainment industry, as you likely probably already are aware, people were thrown in jail cells right. and charged you know with crimes for being communists. Roosevelt went after all of the gilded. He did, but it was a fight against Marxism in order to was maintain it, it was. Mm. 
Okay. After World War II, it was a fight against Marxist. Well, Teddy beliefs. wasn't World War II, but okay. No, but Teddy I'm talking was, about I'm talking about nineteen way before FDR. He was way before. <laughs> yes, I'm talking about 1947, the HUAC. So basically. Let me just go through the tenets of Marxism. So, Lehman, are you okay if they took away your home and everybody had a home provided for them and we all lived and didn't have to pay any type of rent? Uh, you just went to your job. Would you be okay with that? Because that's the first tenet of Marxism. Would you be okay if your home was taken away from you and we all had equal housing, just like we have equal doctor pay? This is a false equivalency. No, it's not a false equivalency. It's 100% a false equivalency. You're asking every single doctor to work for the exact same paycheck. I'm asking if you will live in the exact same home everybody else gets to live in. Yes. How are you more special than the next person? So, yes. So you're okay with living in the same home that everybody else would live in? Yes. And we just established that you have, number two, a heavy progressive or graduated income tax. All right. How about... I believe you also just stated that you want to abolish the right of all inheritance because you don't like the fact that these families have inherited this all the way through, which is the third tenant of Marxism. Well, I don't, I don't, not all inheritance, but I think that it should be heavily regulated. Okay. For, and for and, and heavily, heavily progressively taxed if it's a, an amount that exceeds what you believe a person should have. Correct. Yeah, but don't, don't you think a more effective way of getting that money back into the system is by closing loopholes like offshore accounts and and and, and these various types of uh, charities that these people are allowed to set up? Maybe. I mean, Bill Gates takes I mean, advantage may, of all maybe. of that stuff plenty of times. I mean, if you want a more effective yeah, yeah. way of getting this money back into the system, it's to close all of these nonsensical loopholes. That's correct. Like, like yeah. Bill Gates, maybe, but but it gets it gets sticky, Michaels. Like like it's hard to to do that without like a, just the the just coming in and just saying that you know anything. I would go back to like where like JFK. Ninety percent, I think. I, well, was it was it JFK? It was JFK, or was the? I think it was JFK. Uh, it was like eighty to ninety percent if you earned over like three hundred grand, like the top income bracket. Like ninety percent after that, uh, as a progressive bracket. Like after that, ninety percent was taxed. Yeah, but then that, nowadays they can just hide that somewhere. Well, that's they, why. They just, that, that's why. That's it. why I think it's so nonsensical for IRS for the Republicans to be cutting the IRS agents. I want them to go after those people. They're I going after people that make less them. than 300k. How come they're not going after people like Hunter Biden or Joseph Biden for that matter? I mean that's that's the bigger issue here. If, if, if there was a reason they, to go after them, sure. Oh, Joe, Bi them. Joe Biden signed <laughs> that. I, I think they kind of did, Michaels. I think they kind of. What what wasn't it, water. guys? Wasn't <laughs> I think they kind of did. I mean I don't know. I'll check the court cases, but I'm pretty okay. sure they did. Correct yeah, me if I'm wrong, <laughs> but wasn't it the Democrats and Joe Biden that signed the bill that requires us to put our Venmo? And Square accounts, no matter what the dollar amount is, onto our tax returns now? I Wasn't it that so. going after the little people? Wasn't it the Democrats that just did that? Because I'm pretty sure it was. Well, How do you feel about that, Lefty? Uh, I'm they didn't sure go after the billionaires. The they went house, after the little I'm people. I'm pretty sure that was the entire house. And the reason they did that was to uh, the uh, border crisis that the right is always squawking about. Uh, with the fentanyl, that was the reason that they wanted to square that off is that that was being used to transfer money around there. And that's why they that was, in my understanding, that was why they six hundred dollars or less. That's what's going to be. That's what causes the fentanyl crisis to thrive. No, 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 no. But 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 those little transactions are what I, I don't know. I, that was that was my understanding of it. But. Who cares? Like, I want. I I'm not saying that that was right. I'm saying what my position is is that go after. I am all about going. So after just so that. you know, it was it was a, not a bipartisan bill. Uh, the Republicans, members of Congress, said the plan was an example of government overreach that would ensnare people using apps to pay friends and family. The Republicans did not voted in 2021. It was the Democrats. Um, so you can go to the, the call sheet on that in 2021 to, to see their statement and the rebuttal to it. No, yeah. no way. And what was the purpose of that bill? 
uh, to make sure that if you earn more than $600 via Venmo, even if it was, you know, somebody paid you for different meals and it earned more than $600, you have to report those earnings and pay taxes on them. Yeah, that's great. I, I'm down for everybody paying their taxes. I'm down for everybody paying a flat tax, 10%. I'd actually be down with that. That, Flat that, tax is, that is such a regressive tax on the. Every, no, I mean everything, every every kind of transaction, whether it's a no. stock trade, whether well, it's. What, a this is where Lehman says that's a tax on the poor. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> no, I, 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 I know the talking points. I, I'm already familiar with them. I talking know where, points. You mean yeah. the accurate points. So the reason why it's a talking point on there is there's already government programs in place to assist those individuals where that 10% would not hurt them. Oh, the cool. Where's that money come from, my man? The money is currently coming from government would come from that 10% as well. Uh, yeah, but in but order where to help it come from right now? It comes from taxes. taxing the wealthy. And how well is that doing to get people out of poverty right now? <laughs> Look, exactly. if, if you're a wealthy person, then you don't pay taxes because of the way it's set up. When I ran my own business, I paid less taxes than I do as a working slob. Why? Because I know how to take advantage of being an S-Corp. If you run your own business, as I'm sure both of you know, you get an instant 30% raise because if you don't spend the money as an expense, then the government is going to take it from you and you don't see it. So guess what? Everybody goes to breakfast. Everybody goes to lunch. We all go to happy hours because if I'm not spending that money, the government just takes it. And, you know, factor in all the other nonsense that these guys can do. But going back to... But there has to be a sensible way, Michaels, to... Yes, everybody that, gets taxed 10%. Now, that that, that doesn't make sense because that all that does is burn the, the under... Like, but the, here, here's the thing that, that I like about this conversation is that it is a legitimate conversation where we're actually talking about policy, about what the tax policy could be. Mm-hmm. As compared to what I see going on in Congress right now, where it's just, I don't even know what the hell they're talking about most of the time. Like, they're, they're just yelling about nonsense. I think that we could have a legitimate conversation about tax policy. It just doesn't happen. Correct. So that's why you need to rein in all of this, all of these loopholes. Right. If you're if you're a small business owner, fine, great. Then then maybe you have some kind of beneficial tax break for the first five years of your company, because most companies fail within five years anyway. Hmm. So if you can get over that hump, then, you know, then you're going to start paying taxes and you got to you're upset about Trump's taxes or Hillary's taxes or whatever it is. Guess what? If you have a flat 10% tax, then you know so, what they're paying. So, I, so <laughs> that's, that's Michaels, there was actually back in 2015, uh, a person who the tax foundation looked at their plan and thought that it was going to be an excellent plan if it went to a flat tax, but it was more than 10%. 14.5% was what was necessary. And the analysis of the plan was that it would grow the economy by 12.9%, creating 4.3 million jobs and cost $1.8 trillion over 10 years on a static basis, raising $737 billion in economic growth. Do you know who proposed that plan? I bet Lehman does know this, and it's somebody that Lehman doesn't like, but it's a solid plan. Could it be Trump? Nope. It was oh. Rand Paul. Oh, oh yep. another great Rand guy. Paul, when he was running for president. <laughs> and that was by far his best thing that he introduced when he was running for president. Because yeah. when the government looked at the plan, the government was like, this could actually work. So a flat tax could work, and he actually Lehman, the government didn't say that. That's no, I'm sorry, you're you're correct. You're correct. When the tax foundation reviewed the plan, <laughs> I was like, come on, yes, you're correct. When the tax foundation looked at the plan, uh, but the reason why I point that out is he also in that flat tax had a um, a uh, plan for families that would not pay any income tax on your first $50,000 of income for up to a family of five, it would go to 55,000. So he tried to take into consideration poverty as well to make sure that people did not experience any tax until $50,000, which would be well above the poverty line. So there was a way to do flat tax 
but no one wanted to listen to it because of people's personal feelings towards Rand Paul and the Tea Party back then, rather than, hey, may not be a bad idea. Didn't this go back to the 90s? I'm desperately trying to find whether or not it was Ross Perot. I don't know. The last last other one I remember was the 999 plan. Let's sell you a pizza and oh, we'll get the 999. Nine, God, nine, that nine. guy. You're pulling out my man. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy died of uh, what? what did COVID. He die he died of COVID. Oh, yeah, yeah with that yeah. thing. He, yeah. Yep. What a crazy so, thing. So then what? got him vaccinated. And, and also you had somebody like Dick Armey, who was a Democrat. He was supporting a flat tax. So I don't understand why there is such a pushback against the flat tax. I mean, think about it. Because it's not taxing them at 50%, Michaels. We need to oh, make no, those commies pay. Aggressive, right? That's what, the, that's what the issue is. The, the <laughs> problem is, is that it's regressive. And I, the issue with the Rand Paul, if I recall this correctly, and I'm pulling this from memory, the problem was, was that that would just be the federal situation. But there would still be the state tax. So essentially, yeah. So essentially what would happen is that there would be a discount for the very upper echelon of people while the lower echelon, even with that 50 or whatever, whatever you said, 55, even with that bump, it still would have been um, a net loss for them. In the state system. It, well, yeah, like over overall in your okay. tax scheme, like the the, the whatever it was, like it, it still would would have uh, provided not not the outcome because because the outcome that Rand Paul was arguing for, and I, I brought this up because I wanted to see, is those that had incomes over five hundred thousand would see their income actually go up because of the flat tax by twenty percent, which would then go back in the purchases within the state. That that was the philosophy is then you would have more money within those families and within those people. Right. And, and that then, goes and, back. Yeah, that goes back, which I know you're gonna go back to the Reagan economics, which I understand. Yeah. Um, I'm not go a fan of Reagan is, Reaganomics. Is not Reaganomics is just as good worked. as Bidenomics in my book. They're both failing. Um, but that's for Except another Bidenomics, uh, right now, you got a pretty solid economy. I don't know nobody wants to admit it, but we do. I what think, solid what? economy do we have? <laughs> have you looked at the market? <laughs> yes, I have. I've looked at my 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 stocks, and I'm going, holy crap! Can can I uh, get a cheeseburger with the amount of money that, that, that I have? Up. Everything is up. I deal with small businesses on a daily basis. There is almost no small business that is doing well. And by a small business, I mean, oh, I should say up to uh, up to middle-sized businesses because I have some businesses that I work with that are over, that are generating close to like $5 million in, in sales. Nobody is doing better than last year. Now, Michael, uh, that, that, I, that I might, I'd have to look at that, but that I might. I'm just, indeed, there's no way for you to actually because, validate what I'm yeah. saying. I'm just giving you a firsthand account of what yeah, I know. No, but, but anecdotally, I'm, I might believe that because while, and, and but this goes back to exactly what I was saying about the wealth disparity is that Biden economics works. Economy, economy, air quotes, is doing fantastic. Everybody's 401ks up. The thing I'm down. I'm down. I'm down. I'm down 86% <laughs> in my investments. I'm down. I, but yeah, you you put into like Bitcoin and I don't know. I was not like in Bitcoin. I great leader. I, I don't know what you're buying. I mean, I, I'm in I'm in some of the car manufacturing companies like Ford. Uh, I'm with Tesla, which Ford's is one of up. my only, only Tesla's good places. Up. Ford is down 37.14% from since when? I got into it. Since I got into it. I'm just when? looking at the life of it. Bolden. That is yeah. just absolutely garbage. I don't know even know why I came back. Well, does this satiate your uh, appetite for being back on the show? I guess so. Yeah. I, I like that. I like your two beers. I got to grow one. <laughs> well, well, don't fall in love with these eyebrows because uh, Michaels will not have them the next time you see him. Likely, that's that's not true. Look, look I, I got a haircut because I'm trying to ease my way in. You got to get those bangs to. Hair. Yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> the the question is, Michaels, will they grow yeah. back in time for the big day? Oh yes, you kidding? They'll be back in a week. 
<laughs> these things, if I don't, if I don't manicure these things, I got a unibrow a mile long. So I got to take care of these bad boys. <laughs> I could, awesome. I could brush them back. That's how bad they are. If I let them just go wild. Well, gentlemen, it's been a blast as always with both of you. Love having these conversations. Hopefully America and the bold American audience has enjoyed this one as well. It was definitely spirited and well argued and uh, we'll get together soon and do it all over again. So my bold Americans, we hope that we honored your time. Well, be back on Friday with Michaels to do the Friday recap. As always, you can go over to my social at real Greg Bolden, where you can follow along and see the live content that I'm putting out there with video as well. So give that a follow and drop me a line anytime. Love to hear from you all. You've been listening to America emboldened with Greg Bolden here on the America out loud network. Be bold America. Mm-hmm.